You are Locked On Bama, your daily podcast on the Alabama Crimson Tide. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, everybody, and welcome back in to Locked On Bama. Luke Robinson, that's me. Jimmy Stein, that's him. Jimmy, how are you today? Good. I'm sort of considering today, not the start of football season, that would be a bit of an exaggeration, but man, this is a great football month, the whole month. I mean, and if you think about it, what I'm talking about is like, for instance, this Saturday is the second biggest scrimmage of the, of, of, of the spring for Alabama. It's, it's the one right before a day. They do a lot of heavy lifting. It's a look at the lineup. They play the first team longer. Uh, Saturday's the second biggest scrimmage of the spring, second biggest practice. Uh, the weekend after that is a day. So the entire uh, Alabama fandom can take a look at the team, either in person or on ESPN television. That'll be such a huge day, kind of the beginning of the Bryce Young era. And then just literally 12 days later, 12 days later is probably one of the premier Alabama football NFL drafts of all time with 10 Alabama players expected to go night one and night two, 10 in the first two rounds maybe six in the first round, which would tie the Miami Hurricanes all-time record. So what a great month for football and uh, sort of feels like football season. And with the weather outside for most of us, uh, it is definitely a spring day. Yeah, you and I are some of the strange ones. We're abnormally aroused by the NFL draft. and <laughs> We are. And, and I, I have like no problem team. saying that, um, but – you know, I, it's weird because I don't even have a favorite pro team. I, I have teams I don't like. I I don't. I've never liked the 49ers. I don't know why. I guess because they're so far out west, and you know, I've just never been a 49ers fan. But I better get used to being one because it looks like Mac Jones is headed there. So, um, I, yeah, that I and they've never really had a, a cornucopia of Alabama players either. So there's that. But um. Anyway, yeah, you and I are, are pretty fired up about the draft. We always are. I mean, even if there weren't Alabama guys, I'm sure the same way. It doesn't oh, have yeah. to be. Doesn't have to be six Alabama guys in the first round and ten in the first two days. I mean, you'd be excited about the draft, even if Alabama took the year off from it, and we have in the past. Oh <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, but I'm still into. I think just because we like the NFL so much, and uh, like you, I don't have a, a favorite team either. Not really. I sort of root for the Saints. I sort of root for the Falcons. Other than that, I just root for the Alabama guys in the league. However, unlike, even though I like Major League Baseball and the NBA, heck, I even watch the NHL once the playoffs roll around. But unlike those leagues, I I, I know what everyone's doing in the NFL because I'm interested in it. I'm sort of fans. I'm sort of a fan of all 32 teams, and, and I say that in the sense that like. I can't wait to see what the Jets decide to do at two with Darnold. I, I can't wait to see who the 49ers draft whether it's Mac or not, and, 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 and will the 49ers add a final piece and believe they're a Super Bowl team? Uh, the Buccaneers will return all 22 starters from their Super Bowl team. Can Tom Brady win another Super Bowl at his age? I'm sort of pulling for that to happen. Uh, I like every NFL team. I sort of root for the Vikings because David Palmer played for them 30 years ago. So Yeah, no, that's true. I, so I just I – li- I like the Cowboys. Like, they're fascinating always. Uh, and, of course, Belichick. I mean, it's just an endless amount of storylines I have a great deal of interest in, even apart 
from the Alabama guys, which, of course, drive my interest in all of it. You know, it's funny. I think the one team probably most associated with Alabama, I would say, is the Jets just for the Joe Namath connection. I mean, maybe I'm reaching here, but when I think NFL Alabama, I think the Jets because of Namath. And maybe that's wrong. Maybe I'm the only one. But it's it got me thinking about the Jets. I've always sort of been pulling for the Jets because, you know, they're, they're the lovable loser. I mean, they just – they have butt fumbles and they get to AFC championship games and blow it, you know, all those things. They've, they've tried everything, you know, they've tried every possible angle to get back to the Super Bowl, and they cannot do it in the biggest market in the NFL uh, while their counterparts, the giants, you know, screw around flip and flop and then end up beating the, the best Patriots team in modern history. You know, it's, it's gotta be frustrating for them, but I was thinking, you know, I would love for the Jets to get back to the Super Bowl and, and you know, Quentin Williams is there and, and uh, who else? C.J. Mosley is there. I, I think he's still there. I mean, I don't think they've cut him. Um, and, uh, you know, it would be nice to get them back to the Super Bowl. Then I was like, you know, actually part of me doesn't want them to get to the Super Bowl. That's, the, that's their charm is that they don't win it. It's sort of like the Chicago Cubs once they won a, or Boston Red Sox. Once they won their World Series, I'm kind of like, Okay, what else is on? I mean, and what's even they, worse? What's even worse? And and hilarious. I mean, this makes it even all the more delicious. Exactly what you're talking about is I talked to a a guy in New York that's a huge sports fan in New York City, and uh, I asked him because uh, I was really interested in this, and he confirmed what I thought was true, uh, but he confirmed it just factually. He's like, you know, he doesn't know exactly what the numbers are, but I'm talking about the majority of fans in New York the majority of Jets fans tend also to be New York Mets fans. They're the new team. They're the AFL. They're the expansion team. Uh, it's it's kind of new blood, whereas Yankees fans tend to be New York Giants fans. The New York football Giants have been around forever and were yeah. a championship franchise even before the Super Bowl era and then have won Super Bowls in the Super Bowl era. The Giants are old New York, just like the Yankees. So Yankees fans tend to be New York Giants football fans. Mets fans tend to be New York Jets fans. And the Mets have as much hard luck or more than the Jets. I mean, the Mets are the New York stepchild of the Yankees. And uh, they're just sort of the lovable loser Mets in comparison to the Yankees, just like the Jets are the same way. So if you're a Jets fan, you know, you get it in the butt during baseball season two. That makes it, that wow. makes it hilarious, you know? That's your first get it in the butt reference on this podcast. I I'm talking about a sp- I'm talking about a swift kick. That's oh, okay. what I'm talking about. Okay. Just wanted to be that's sure. My story and I'm st- that's my story and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> Jimmy, let me tell everybody about Rock Auto. RockAuto.com is where you want to go for all the parts your car will ever need. Go check them out. Website, incredibly easy. Almost too easy to navigate. I'm serious. Look, you go to a lot of websites and you got to click on this and click on that and double click. And then you go through about 16 ads. Not with Rock Auto, man. They are very simple. It's like, what's your kind of car? What year is it? What's the make? What's the model? Here's what you need. You know, what what do you need? And they lay it out there also simply for you. It's so inexpensive. Look, if you're a car guy, or if you know a car guy and you want to save some money instead of going to the local repair shop, go to rockauto.com. Trust me on this. 
you will save a ton of money. We all need to save some money right now. Uh, unless you just bought into Bitcoin four or five years ago, you need to save some money just like the rest of us. Go to rockauto.com. And when you see in the box, how'd you hear about us? Be sure to put locked on. We would appreciate that. Also want to tell everybody about Kaleidoscope Media, K-A-L-Media.com, K-A-L-Com. Look, Michael and Cassie Moore, two of the finest people you ever know. Michael served two tours in Iraq, decorated disabled veteran. Thank him for his service. You want to go check out the website. They want to help you with all your architectural visualization needs. They are the best. They love working with people. They want to help you with that kitchen remodel. They want to help you with the whole house remodel. They want to help you with the whole new house. Whatever you need when it comes to architecturally visualizing your needs, they want to help you. Cassie and Michael Moore, visit them at kal-media.com to find folks from right there in Baldwin County, super, super people. They want to hear from you. Just go check out their website and tell us what you think. Uh, Calmedia, cal-media.com, kal-media.com. All right, Jimmy, a uh, quick segment here. I want to see what you thought about um, Alvin Kamara recently came out, or Kamara, 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 you, you know, whatever. You, He came out and said, look, he learned – that he really credits Alabama for teaching him hard lessons. And I think that's really cool because to me, he's sort of de facto Alabama. I mean, technically he is an alum. You don't have to graduate from a school to be an alum. You're, you're an alum. If you went there, you know, just for a minute, whatever. So technically he's an alum. I consider him as much an Alabama guy, if not more an Alabama guy than even he as a Tennessee guy, frankly. And um, he sort of confirmed that by saying, you know, Alabama taught me some hard lessons. I, I, and um, I, I needed that, that, that swift one in the butt, as you said. He got one in the butt too. <laughs> well, he said he looked around the running back room and it was him. It was TJ Yeldon. It was uh, Kenyon Drake. It was, I think it was Kenyon Drake. It was Derrick Henry. It was Alti Tenpenny, uh, RIP. Um, I mean, he was like, we had some dogs in there. And he said, I was used to being the pit bull. He said, I looked around and there were some pit bulls a lot bigger than me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think part, I mean, I, I, I root for Alvin. Just, I mean, I, I consider him an Alabama guy too. And, and I root for him. And he's so much fun to watch. He's one of the best running backs alive. And he plays for the Saints. We were local to me, so I, I sort of root for them. But I wonder if part of this, Luke, is, <laughs> you know, it's Alabama's the most dominant dynasty in college football history. It's sort of cool to say you're from Alabama, you know, in the NFL, that you're one of the Alabama guys in the NFL because we have so many, and so many of them are hugely successful. And this has probably coincided with, the worst run of Tennessee football in history. So I'm not surprised that Alvin might play up his time at Alabama and play down his time at Tennessee. Uh, I I mean, just uh, in in terms of how it looks. But on the other hand, I think everything he says is factual. And I have no doubt that uh, what happened to him at Alabama helped mature him, turn him into a better player and a better person. And frankly, he's a stand-up dude in the NFL. And so many of these guys, I think I've compared him to Toron Matthew, the Honey Badger, who also very similarly uh, was, was, was really immature when he was in college. And even though 
being a great talent, put him on a platform. He wasn't emotionally or mentally ready for that and didn't handle it well. But now that he has matured emotionally and mentally and professionally, uh, he's just a stand-up guy, a great dude. Uh, Honey Badger and Alvin Kamara both. So uh, really cool that he would admit to his previous shortcomings and about how it helped turn him around. And uh, me and you talked about it, Luke, as it relates to Eric Gilbert, the troubled tight end who uh, picked LSU over Alabama, then left LSU, went to Florida, then left Florida and might be back at LSU. Who the hell knows? <laughs> who the hell knows and or even really cares at this point? But I remember me and you saying – when he left Florida that like, you know, Alabama football doesn't need that guy. Cause we're, we're good. We're fine with the talent. We don't need him uh, because we're good, but he needs Nick Saban. And I think that's ultimately what Alvin Kamara is, is talking about in terms of what really helped him at Alabama. It, you know, it really is Nick Saban and uh, we'll see what happens with Gilbert. I, I doubt very seriously Alabama is even interested, but, I think that's the point, boy. That that kid. It's a it's a shame it won't work out for him at Alabama because that kid really needs Nick Saban. Good points, uh, JimmyOnline.ag, BetOnline.ag. Go check them out. Locked on is the promo code you want to use for that fifty percent welcome bonus. Put in one hundred and fifty bucks, you play with two twenty five. Put in one hundred and thirty seven dollars and fifty cents, uh, you're kind of a weirdo, but you're going to get fifty percent bonus anyway. Um, Go check out betonline.ag. Use that promo code locked on. Last night, if you bet on uh, Baylor or Gonzaga, because I'm taping this before the game, uh, you probably won, I hope, because I don't know which one you took. Who knows? But you've got some more money to play with, I'm sure. It's easy to pay in, even easier to get paid from betonline.ag. They will take credit cards. That's crucial. A lot of people like that. Instead of having to Western Union money or whatever, They can do it via credit card. Go check them out, betonline.ag. That's the site that we all promote and endorse here with the Locked On family of network. Uh, We really do appreciate their sponsorship. And uh, betonline.ag, use that promo code Locked On. You will thank me later. All right, Jimmy, uh, last segment. You know, we can – I kind of wanted to talk about these five flip candidates on BEM Online, but maybe we'll do that for tomorrow's podcast. You know, just um, I, I know this is going to be this is going to be after the fact now, but and and this isn't necessarily Alabama, and we want to be more football centric today. But because we're taping this before the game, give me your prediction on tonight's basketball game, which everybody already knows the outcome of. But you may look like either a genius or a fool right now. I think it'll be really tight. I think it'll be classic. Uh, I know a lot of people are going to be picking Baylor because they were more impressive on Saturday. Uh, I tend to think it was more opponent-centric, more the pressure being undefeated. I think uh, Gonzaga gets to let all that pressure out tonight. Um, I'm picking Gonzaga because I think they have more good players than Baylor, although Baylor's very, very good. I certainly will not be surprised one iota if, if Baylor wins the game. I, I think it'd be tight and both are worthy national champions. But I think in the end, Gonzaga has the most good players. It's been their season and they finish it off and win in a really tight, fun game to watch. Something like 79-76. Interesting. So you think Baylor takes it in the book? No, no, I'm sorry. I, I, mean, <laughs> I did say Gonzaga. Yeah. Gonzaga. But yeah, but yeah, but Baylor, yeah, I, I, I hedged. 
Well, I hedge because Baylor's so good. I mean, Baylor's legit good. They're a legit national championship winning team. I, I think Gonzaga just has more good players, and that's why I'm picking Gonzaga. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm going Gonzaga too. I think it's a great story if they do go undefeated. Um, again, you know me. I'm a blue blood guy. I like for the big boys to be there. But I think Gonzaga has worked their way into blue blood yeah, status. They are. They're big. It's crazy that people – I know Power 5 and non-Power 5, but let's remember, Power 5 is really a football reference. It's not a basketball reference because, for instance, the Big East, how can you not consider them – how can you not consider exactly. the Big East a power conference in basketball? How can you not? They don't even play football. So uh, I, I'm with you, Luke. I, to me, Gonzaga is uh, is in 2021. Gonzaga is Duke, North Carolina, Kansas. They're they're one of those. They're, they're no, not. Agree. They're not. They're not Loyola, Chicago, or even Butler, who was good and then and then not good. And and, and I doubt five years from now Loyola's in in, in the Elite Eight anymore. I doubt it. Well, considering they just lost their coach to Oklahoma too, so um, didn't help. No, it didn't help. But yeah, I'm I'm with Gonzaga too. And it was interesting this morning, which would be uh, yesterday morning for everybody listening. I was listening to ESPN. They were talking about this Gonzaga team, you know, going undefeated, unprecedented uh, since '76 and all that. But which of these teams would they beat? And you know, it was like 2012 Kentucky, uh, 1991 UNLV. Uh, and no, hell no, they're not beating those teams. But they're, they're especially not beating that UNLV team. And maybe I'm being too nostalgic, but Stacey Ogman's going to shut down whoever the hell he's on. And Larry Johnson is going to overpower whoever the hell's guarding him. And then you got uh, Anthony, uh, who was going to just destroy right. you off the dribble and pop it from deep. I mean, that, that team was. And Anderson Hunt at the two. Anderson guard. Hunt was ridiculous. Oh, God, he was good. Um, and then they had that other dude whose name always escapes me, but he always did something awesome in a game, like whether it was a block or a, he was like the the enforcer almost. You know, Larry, about Larry Johnson. No, yeah, Larry the Johnson. The other that, there was the another other dude. dude. I don't remember I'll, that, but I'll think all of basketball it, but, um, was better back then because those guys played three and four years. I mean, yeah, I mean, I agree. Exactly. He would, exactly. would beat all these teams because they had not just first-round picks, but you had seniors yeah. who had played four years who were first-round picks. And – and the equivalent in Alabama would be, you know, had Alabama played this season under those rules in 1991, Colin Sexton probably would have been on this Alabama team along with Herb and Petty and, and the rest. And uh, wowza. Well, Avery Johnson never would have been fired. Avery would still be here. Yeah. That's a fact. Yeah. If Colin hadn't gone pro, Avery would probably still be here unless, you know, I always thought theoretically after after it all happened that, Avery took the Alabama job to coach his, his son, and, and he might have left anyway. But that's neither here nor there. All right, buddy. That's going to do it for this quick podcast. We'll be back tomorrow with our regularly lengthy podcast. And football, Fo- we're just going to football it up. So oh, I can't wait. Football is sort of my thing. I. <laughs> We're going to, this this podcast will take it in the butt for football. <laughs> for football we would. <laughs> We're talking about right, a kick buddy. in the butt. We'll be kicked in the butt and we'll still talk about football. Yeah. Even if we got a butt kicking coming. Speak for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> All right, buddy. Roll roll tide. Roll tide.